Hello and welcome to the Ramen Bowl podcast. Today's episode topic is the new anime, My Dress Up Darling. So let's start these episodes off how we always start them. Just a brief overview of what is this show. So My Dress Up Darling is a fairly recent anime. It just came out um, either this year or a little bit into last year, I think in December. Um, 12 episodes. It's pretty nice. Um, it's all about, uh, Gojo, who runs a Hina doll factory, uh, with his grandfather, because his parents unfortunately passed, um, and Marin Kitagawa, who is a student at his, um, his school, and they meet up, she wants to cosplay, because she really wants to cosplay as these, um, characters from other shows that she watches, and she doesn't know how to sew, she's really bad at it, so... Um, she asked Gojo to do it. He's like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll do this. So basically, it's just a little trip of um, him making her cosplays and all that. Pretty much, he always just does it. She doesn't really do much for him. Um, and then as he as the show goes on, she slowly starts developing feelings for him. And then it, you kind of see that play out as he makes more and more cosplays for her. Um, but that's just brief overview, really quick summary. Let's get into the pros. So the first thing is it was funny the the show was hilarious i it was always at pretty much every episode i was always laughing i never really found an episode to be sad they didn't really put a whole lot of seriousness in it it was a lot of the times just funny um and i, th- I just think that's great i mean yeah there are i read volume one of the manga and a little bit of volume two <clears throat> and it is a little sadder because they get into a little bit more of Gojo's parents and how they died. Um, they don't explain that very much in the show, except for like maybe quick passings and dialogue. But um, so yeah, the show itself is really funny. It doesn't take itself too seriously. It's really self-aware and it does a good job. It does a really good job of making it not too self-aware um to where it's like annoying it's a perfect level of it so i think it the balance was good it it was hilarious it was really they did the writing really well um the voice acting the voice acting was great i always look at that when i look at any animated film or show um i look at how well the voice actors carried it I, i you know i say this every time where i don't like it if they sound like they don't want to be there they don't like what they're doing they're just there for the paycheck the characters in this always sounded like they were enthusiastic they put forth the energy and emotions that went into the characters and i felt like they played them very well even in the dub now i didn't watch the whole thing dubbed i finished it subbed and then went back and watched a few dubbed episodes because i always like to compare um the dub actually fit really well the voice for gojo and marin is exactly how i thought it would sound in english and i think the dub voice actors did a great job as well i don't think it's as good as subbed and i can go either way um but I do think subbed is better in this one, but dubbed is very nice. Uh, the animation. Now, the animation is a lot like Kami Can't Communicate in how it has these really detailed scenes sometimes, but a lot of it is like that low-res comedy type thing. They do that a lot, but not as much as in Kami Can't Communicate. So it's they do have that sometimes, but they do it in funny ways. They're not just constantly using it. It's a lot of high-definition, like, really good-looking animation. And I think that's great. I, I always appreciate some of the low-res, because I think that's funny. I think it's cute, you know. It's nice to have. 
every once in a while. But when you overdo it, I think it's too much and it just takes away from the whole show. And I think they did a good, uh, they did a good balance between the two. So that's, that's always nice. Um, here's another quick thing. Uh, when I was talking about how, show, how funny the show is, the overreactions were hilarious. Most of the time it was Gojo. Sometimes it was Marin, like once or twice here. Like when, um, towards the, like the middle of the show where they, where she starts, um, like secretly dating, in my opinion, she keeps inviting him over to watch stuff and she would like, kind of like freak out next to him. Cause she would just get, she was so happy. Like I said, some of the reactions, like overreactions are hilarious. Most of the time with Gojo where he just like run away and just like kind of scream. It was, it's hilarious. It sounds weird, but it's really funny in context. And if you watch the show, especially cause the way they animate it, it's great. But moving on from that, um, the relationship. So the relationship, and I'm always going to look at this in shows or movies, especially in um, romance anime or anything like that, and which is this was. And I think that was great. They worked really well together. Gojo is this kind of like socially awkward guy. He doesn't have many friends, and they get into that a bit uh, with backstories and flashbacks and all that. But we'll talk about that in cons a little later. Um, And I think it's good because he's like this socially awkward person. He doesn't fit in. He doesn't think he'll fit in. And then Maureen is this popular, really, really popular um, student. She's just this really energetic. Um, I forget the word. They, they described her in a way in the show, but I don't entirely remember the word. So she was very energetic, very outgoing, um, very unique. It's really cool. And she's also a model. So he sits in his room all day and makes dolls. And then he, or I mean, she is a model on the side. So, which I didn't learn until the final episode. I thought she worked at a salon, but because that's most of the time where we see her when she talks about jobs. But you'll learn later on that that's because her, the person who hired her to be a model, met her at a salon. But moving on, um, the characters. So, like I said, the characters, they're really good. Unfortunately, there are not many in terms of that. There aren't characters that you're going to see a lot. The only characters you're really going to see a lot are Marin and Gojo. Um, Sajuna or Jujusama um, is another cosplayer they meet. Uh, I'm going to refer to her a few ways and her older sister. Those two, you don't really see much. They are like these staple characters. You see them, you get to learn about them, you get names, all that good stuff. But you don't see them often. And I'll talk about that later. But even them, they are good characters. For the very little screen time they get, they're great. The only characters, other characters that you kind of get to meet are the grandpa, who you don't really see all that much, except for a few, like him just saying goodbye or hello or talking to him about his progress on the dolls, and uh, Maureen's friends. And you get to see a family member who isn't like directly related to Gojo um, with the grandpa when he has um, some heart problems. So, like I said... Um, there aren't many characters that really get screen time and character development. They might get some character development like Sajina and her sister, but you don't really get to see them very much. They don't get much screen time, but even then they still have great character development. They still are great characters. You get to learn them. You get to know them. It's great. They Sajina and her sister are awesome characters. They're hilarious. And I think they do a good job of explaining like um, Sajina's little sister is a photographer and she teaches them how to work a camera and all that and they do a really good job of in-depth um 
kind of like explanation of how a camera works and like different types of cameras, which I loved. I think that was great. This show was awesome. And the way that they had described things. And we'll talk about that a little bit later, not in cons, but in pros. But anyway, yeah, just the characters were great. Moving on the story there. Yeah, you could be like, oh, you don't watch it. You watch you watch it for the fan service. There's no plot. There is actually a decent amount of plot. In my opinion, not like, oh, overarching backstory, they're going to fight God. No. In terms of, like, just the like the character building, like, leading up until the big, like, oh, they're obviously going to get together, or are they not? I don't know. I haven't read the manga. But, and I think that, and, like, the whole grand scheme of them making cosplays, them getting to know each other, boom, relationship, the whole thing worked really well. And they did a good job of slowly progressing it. As she starts to have feelings, and he's still kind of like just there thinking they're friends, making cosplays for her. Um, so I just, like I said, the plot could be, you could look at it different ways and say that there's not. I, I can understand that. But the if you look at it in the way of them building in terms of getting to the end goal, I would definitely say that there is some good, like they do good pro- progress. Even for 12 episodes, it has good progress leading up to that, and the character development for that is great. Um, and I loved the um, implement of fashion, and I'm pretty sure, and I'm just gonna look this up right now. I'm pretty sure the yes. So the creator of the show, and I just looked it up was a was in some form of career in fashion before he made this i'm pretty sure just from what i've read um so i just think that's cool he implemented it very well even in the intro of the show you see maureen going through all these different outfits and i just think it it works really well i'm not big on fashion but i like how he, he implemented that into both the manga and the show to show just kind of like that little hobby like a little like like hey yeah i know this and even the one episode where they go out shopping towards the end of the show um you see um maureen trying to get gojo to change his clothes because he most of the time just wears a um i don't think it's a yukata it's like the male version of that but um so yeah you see her doing that and you can see her going through not a lot of like different fashion but you do see them like trying to like uh, implement that into the show, and I think that was really cool and well done. Um, it was pretty funny with that scene with Gojo trying to get new clothes because nothing looked good on him. So it was just a funny scene to watch. Um, but anyway, um, I love the in the same way is I love the way they implemented the process of making Marin's cosplay costumes. It was really in-depth and really cool and by that i mean like twice two two of the costumes they went somewhat they well the first one they went really in-depth they showed you the whole process the second one they kind of cut it off and then after that they don't show you anything so and we'll get that we'll get back into that in the cons but um so the first time where she's um i forget the actual name but it was somebody from a game i'm pretty sure uh she wanted to be this character and it showed you the whole process of getting the measurements, f- 
finding the fabric, getting the wigs, the different process of like, oh, how can we change this up to make it look like that? And like, oh, I think because the lighting effects and all that, it's going to look like this. Like it's really in depth. And Gojo is constantly like just spitting facts about like how all this works. And it's really interesting. Like I learned a little bit actually just based on some of these episodes where they go in depth into the whole process. And reading the manga, there's a little note say of thanks and all that. And he said, thanks to all the cosplayers that I interviewed. So it is really cool that they won the uh, research and evidence that went into this to learn the process of making cosplays. It's really interesting. As someone who likes to cosplay, it was really interesting to look at and see how these professionals do it. It's it was it's really cool, honestly, and really interesting the way they do it. And they show you they show him making it. Now they're not going to show you the whole time him cutting and sewing, but they do give you like clips of him doing that. And it, it's really cool. And then they get into like, oh, well, how can we puff up the dress? How can we do this and this and this? It's really, really cool the way they do it and really interesting. And I think they do it in a way that doesn't make it boring. It doesn't make it seem sluggish. They do it in a really good way and implement it into the story. So all around, they did a great job on that. Now let's get into the cons. Now, I love this show, so I'm going to be harsh on it. Uh, there were uh, There were a few things that I think could have been changed or some things I just did not like um, or should have been added. So number one, and I say this about every single anime that I do, I review here, the fan service. If you remember when I did Mirako-chan, I trashed on it because of the mass amount of fan service. This is the same. There is so much fan service in this show that does not need to be there. And as you know, I do not like fan service. I don't like, I, I just don't like it. I think it's weird. It's disgusting. I don't like it. I just don't think it should be added in. Now, when, look, there's a difference between how it was used in Miroko-chan and in this. In this, there were some times where it was used for a plot point, like when she was the uh, Succubus cosplay and they did that whole thing in the hotel. Like that was building tension and building plot. So I can understand that. Sometimes, like, I understand you if you need it to do that. But a lot of the time, and I mean probably 85% of the time, it was just fan service. There wasn't any time it was either used for just to do jokes to show how insecure um, Gojo is and how shameless, like, how Maureen has no shame. But and a lot of the times, it's just really... Like, when they're taking... When they're at the convention and she's doing her first cosplay and she's sweating, like, they really need to show all of that. Like, they could have just cut. Like, they didn't need to show all the little intricate bits. It's just, I don't like it. I don't like any of it. I don't like how the older, who the, the younger sister was, had a lot of fan service around her. I just don't, I don't like that. Um, even Sajina, who is older, I still didn't like that. It's just, I, there was so much and I just hate it. I just Really, it, it, I didn't think it needed to be there, and it didn't help the story most of the time. And it was just there so to just put it in. And as you know, I just do not like that. I think it's just lazy, and I just don't think it should be as prominent as it is. But moving on from that, um, the they really moved away from the whole cosplay thing. And I know that's like the whole plot of this. The whole staple is she's a cosplayer. He makes cosplays for her. That's it. Um, but after the first two, like after, so she does her first one ever, and then she does the one with Sajina, 
And then after that, you see nothing about the cosplays. It will literally, after that, it cut to them, to him sitting in his room, and he's like, oh, I'm so glad I was able to finish this cosplay. And then it'll just show a quick clip of, oh, hey, I kind of want to do that. And he's like, okay. And it just cuts to him to it being done and then them doing little bits of it. Like the episode where she wanted to do, um, I, I don't even remember the character, the really tan character. She wanted to play, to do that. So he made the costume. You don't see him make it. You just see it finished. And then it's just like, oh, yeah, I figured out how to make these sharp teeth. And then they never, and then a bunch of fan service later, and they don't even show her wearing it. Like, they don't do anything with it. It's just like, oh, yeah, I made this. And then it'll just be like, oh, no, I don't want to see you wearing that. So then they just, next episode, next cosplay. The only other time you really see him go, not really in-depth, but show you anything related to cosplay is towards the end when she goes to the when she goes as a succubus and you don't see him make it you just see him read the manga and it's like huh i guess i'm just gonna have to guess on this stuff because it's not really well showed and then boom it's done and then she wears it for like a really heavy fan service scene and then that's it you never see it again and then there are some other ones that you see you just don't see her wearing it you don't see her interact with it at all you don't see him make it you don't see any mention of it and even in the last episode there's nothing about cosplaying so it really slowly went away from the whole staple of the show and that's the cosplaying the whole reason that they even met each other is because of this and then they just kind of forget about it like they just hold they leave the whole thing behind i could see how it could be for plot points but the whole purpose of the show is that so it's you know it's a little it's it's a little weird so yeah but whatever um and a real quick thing i did want to point out and i forgot about this in the pros it's just something i wanted to add real quick is that while yes the show has a lot of fan service and it's you know ichi and all that it it's really wholesome sometimes like it, it really is wholesome especially towards the end the final episode was really wholesome it was just it was great um so i just wanted to throw that in there so it's not just like this big ichi show it, it, it is really wholesome a lot of the time but moving on back to the cons and i talked about them a, l- a little bit ago but sajina and her sister and i can't remember the sister's name but i wish they were shown more they were great characters i love them they were awesome and i think they added the show very well but once they were done with that second cosplay they were gone they didn't see them again which doesn't make a whole lot of sense in my opinion especially because i'm pretty sure um sajina started to have feelings for gojo so it's like you bring this up like oh is she and then you just sort of like okay we're never gonna we're not gonna show him again so, but I don't know. If there is going to be a season two, maybe they'll appear back in that again. I'm not really sure. But I wish her and her sister would show up more, especially because both of them cosplay. And I, the photography side of the show was really interesting, and they did a good job of explaining it and showing the process. But moving on. Um, Maureen's friend, and you I don't even remember her name because they think they said it once really fast. But in the beginning of the show and a few times when they are actually shown in school, um, the one with the black hair and the red stripes, she's really funny. Like, she's really funny. And I wish we got to actually see her more because, one, there aren't many characters to begin with that you actually get to see. 
but they kept showing her even in pictures and just in discussion but they never actually she never got screen time so i don't know it would have just been a good way maybe have her start to have feelings for him to cause some tension and drama between her and maureen and kind of put gojo on the spot almost kind of like a quintessential quintuplets kind of thing um same with uh Sajina, like she could kind of be like the Miku of the whole thing, like kind of add different um, types of personalities into the mix. I think that would have made it really good. And maybe, again, there's only 12 episodes at season one, so maybe if they make a season two, that's how it'll go. The manga's still ongoing, so maybe that might happen in the future. But from what I've seen, I think that could have been something that happens really often. Because she seemed to have been, like when he goes to school and after... Um, Dreaming up, uh, dreaming about Maureen, he gets really embarrassed around her. So he's like, Ugh, and then they all kind of swarm him, and then she's constantly talking to him. So like I said, it could have caused. It, I think it would have been cool because I think by that time she was starting to have, develop feelings for Gojo. But like I said, just something I think that could have been added to really increase the tension and drama. But that's just me. But I think we she should have at least gotten some more screen time because she seemed like a cool character and she seemed pretty funny from um, the small amount of times we see her. Same with uh, Sajuna and her sister. And I'm sorry if I pronounced that wrong. I'm pretty sure Sajuna. They call her Juju-sama for most of it, but they say her name some here and there. So just uh, just say, putting that out there. Um, this is the um, the last one for the cons is... I wish we got more backstory in Gojo. They really should have gone more in depth with it. In the manga, it like the first couple pages you read is I re- I live with my grandpa now because both of my parents died when I was young. They don't show that in the in the show. It they they just kind of are like, oh yeah, he just lives with his grandpa. Like they don't really show. And if they did, it was in br- it was something really brief to where I couldn't even remember it. But um. Like, they even go into Maureen's house. She's like, oh, yeah, my mother died a few years ago. So my dad is constantly working. He's away a lot, so I'm home by myself most of the time. Like, they go into her backstory, but Gojo, not so much. Like, we have no idea how his parents died. And again, they might go into it in the manga. I haven't read that far into it, so I'm not entirely sure. But in the show, they did not get into it at all. At least that I can remember. And if they did, it was, like I said, brief. Like, oh, yeah, my par- my parents are dead. Anyway... Uh, I made this new cut. Like, it's it's really, like, it's, I don't know. They should have at least gone into the backstory a bit more. Um, I think Maureen's backstory, I think, got, I don't really think there's much to go into. My, like, she even explains my mother died. The reason I'm always home alone is because my dad's trying to work, you know, he's working a lot of jobs and all that stuff, or not even a lot of jobs, just he's always working. Um, so they they explain that a lot. But with Gojo, they don't explain anything. They always just flash. The only thing they really showed of his backstory is how he got into Hina dolls. Um, and the reason he's so socially awkward and why he just doesn't, he's socially isolated um, with the whole, like, and they don't even go into this because it was like some young girl who, when he was also, it looked like he was in kindergarten, like that's around the age he found all this out. Um, he, uh, she's like, screaming at him and getting mad because he likes dolls so and she's like oh that's a girl thing so he's like oh well i just don't fit in i just i'm weird for liking this so he doesn't like anybody that's the really the only thing we get in terms of his backstory they don't go into how his parents die they don't really go into anything like that 
which I feel like that was a missed opportunity. Like that could have been an episode all on its own, like just backstory. I think that would have worked well, and I think it would have added to the added to the show quite a bit. But yeah, I think that's about it for this for that. Um, I know I hated on it a lot at the end, but really, I loved this show. I was I was hooked. I mean, from the first episode, I was like, oh, this is kind of weird. But as it went on, I'm like, wow, this is really good. I enjoyed it. Every Saturday was great. Like I said, last episode came out yesterday as of recording this. Um, And it was really wholesome. I really enjoyed it, and I hope they bring it back for a second season. Um, And at the end, I think my rating is going to be 9 out of 10. Like I said, I know I was hating on it, but those were just, in comparison to the show, small things. The only big thing was the fan service for me which is why i'm not going to give like a 9.5 or a 10 out of 10 i think a 9 out of 10 serves it well and looking at all the other reviews based on uh the final episode and looking at the whole season of season one most people giving are giving it a 9 9.5 out of 10 so i think everybody's in comparison i think an agreement that this show was really good and even looking at um like on instagram i follow this account that has like kind of like leaderboards for how well shows are doing and this show was beating Demon Slayer's new season and Attack on Titan's new season by a lot. Like, it was number one for most of it. So I do think they're going to bring it back for a second season. If they, it be a, it would be a waste to not do it. Like, they would make so much money if they bring it back. So I do think there's going to be a second season. I'm hoping for a second season. And I think this show is great. It's on Funimation. I don't know if it's on Crunchyroll, but I know it's on Funimation. It's dubbed and subbed. I highly recommend it. It's really good if you want a nice, wholesome um, comedy, romance, anime. It's really good. But yeah, nine out of ten is my final. Um, is my final re- my final rating. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Leave us a five star review on whatever you listen, and I'll see you next week. See ya.